got friends, only wanna talk business. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I got expensive, cause when is expensive. I've been reading all the war. I've been shutting down the stars. Yeah, cause when it rain, then it pours. Yeah, and I'm ready for some more. Yeah, and I've been reading all the Welcome to day two at Freight Waves Live at Home, the virtual conference to define all virtual conferences. The virtual conference is exactly right, Dooner. Uh, the great experiment is going fantastic so far. Yeah. And we're right here. We're at the uh, halfway we point. Can you yes. believe that? We're already halfway through this thing. We are. And we're all learning on the fly how to network at <laughs> virtual conferences. Yeah. And that's our topic today is driving sales by networking at virtual conferences. You've all had a day and a half of experience being in the Slack channel. If you're not in the Slack channel, though, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go to FreightWavesLive.com. Register. It's free. Mm -hmm. Be a living work of art. What we're talking about here. Start connecting with the people. Tons of great conversations. And I know from our own collective LinkedIn networks, we're seeing a lot of very familiar faces, but also Mm -hmm. CEOs, captains of industry. This is the spot Mm -hmm. you want to be in. Yeah, I've made a lot of new friends over the last day and a half, and I've seen a lot of old friends or current friends from LinkedIn and other social platforms uh, that we're active on yeah. in the Slack channel and, uh, and conversing with those. A great session after hours last night, Icebreakers. Mm-hmm. That was fun. It trades. Uh, that was fun. I encourage everyone to, to go join us. I think they're doing it again today, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm on. Yeah, Low Shore is doing that. Special and guest co-hosting with them on that. Yeah, and, and it's the roulette, chat roulette. You don't know who you're going to get matched up with. Never know. Uh, but I made three or four really good friends. Yes. That's Kevin Hill. I'm Tim Dooner. Yeah. This is Put That Coffee Down, the freight sales podcast for closers. We kick this thing off with a quote. This week's is, your network is your net worth. That's by Porter Gale. Break it down for me, Hill. It's not what you know. It's <laughs> who you know. And yeah. a lot of times it's who knows you, too. So be active in those virtual networking opportunities that, that you have. And this is a fan, fantastic, phenomenal uh, way to do that over the next three days. You still have a day and a half to, if you haven't joined us yet in that Slack channel, go in and make a lot of new friends. I have one more for you because this is a special event, yes. right? It goes, instead of better glasses, your network gives you better eyes. And that is by Ronald Burt. You're exactly right. That you want market information, you want market commentary, you want really good clues of how you can go out and close more business and freight and logistics. We have all the content here over the last three or the next three days or during these three days to do just that, and it's free, no travel required. It's there for the taking. Here's what are you going to take it? Here's what's beautiful about Slack. So. When you are creating a network, right, how do we get most of our information, especially on social networks? It depends on what our friends like, what they post, what they share, who we follow, and where that algorithm places it. Slack channel, you just go in there. You can put anything. It's not going to get filtered out. It, it is not <laughs> going to get filtered out. You can go in there and, and do whatever you need to do. And you have all these other channels. So you have the home channel. Then you have all the channels of, of all the great demo companies and sponsors that we have and all the great freight cats. Yes. And and Freight Waves original TV shows. Hey, TJ Knudsen, he said he's all over this. Kevin Hill and Timothy Dooner, good topic and extremely relevant right now. Trey Griggs, survey time. He took that survey. We're going to break that down with Freight Waves president George Abernathy in just a bit after the commercial break. 
Eric Serta, he said he's been watching all of this content. The biggest problem is he can't get to his own work. We're hurting his productivity. We're hearing so many demos about increasing productivity, and here we are doing our best to ruin it, Kevin. Exactly right. We're doing our best to ruin the productivity by giving out great information, great content, and it's just rolling along. Here is a question that you put online. What is the best content a logistics salesperson can create on their own to market themselves to shippers? And this one caught my attention, this answer by Peter Kynes. He said, ensuring you are ready for the algorithms. A logistics salesperson should not do this by himself alone anymore. The company should be in a niche and be geared towards a holistic approach to be found by shippers. Sales will radically change unless salespeople will be needed as there are way too many in the logistics industry. What did you make of that one? Well, it, it, it kind of highlights how important it is to, to generate great content because of the algorithms, maybe digital load factor. Maybe there's there's a need for less logistics salespeople going forward. So it's, 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 it's essential to get out in front of that and produce great content that people will remember you by, especially shippers and, and other customers that you might have, whether it's uh, you're selling to, to shippers because you're in, in freight sales or maybe you're in freight tech sales and you're, you're selling to the, the people in freight sales. Uh, but it's having that, that unique content that stands out in the crowd. Yeah. Because it's going to get harder and harder every minute, every month, every year. One part that stuck out to me was he said a logistics salesperson should not do this by himself alone anymore. I agree that you should some, have some help, but I think you also have to strike a little bit of independence when you are out there networking so you have your own voice. We've all seen the terribly unsuccessful marketers and, and salespeople who go online and all they do is just copy and paste some text from their website, right? You don't sound yeah. like a human being. You're not fooling anybody. You didn't pass my Turing test. Well, best practices is that your company is going to do a lot of marketing for you and set that up to where you can just go and execute it. But when I was a freight broker, and I know a lot of freight brokers out there that they don't have that support from their company. And if you don't have it from your company, it, is, it falls squarely on your shoulders to go out and make it happen. Because in sales, as we all know, yes. it's all up to you at the end of the day. I'm laughing because Adam Robinson, director of product marketing at Turbo. <laughs> One of the said, great marketers. He said, Dooner, you really kicked it up today on the wardrobe. Vest, beard, scarf, hat, long sleeve shirt, the man in black, baby. I mean, I'm putting that, this is a uniform. We always got the vest. It's we the always suit. have the vest. It's, it's the sales vest because we're investing in our future, number one. We are. But you do have the Johnny Cash look. <laughs> a lot. Oftentimes, you are the man in black, Johnny Cash. Mr. Supply Chain, he also said he's excited for the show. So let's get into some tips. Let's tell you guys how to virtual network. The number one way to do it, and you people who are in the Slack channel right now are commenting, you already know this, be there, right? You can't network if you're not in the network. You can't swim in the pool unless you get wet. For example, if you're a salesperson, you're hearing us talk about this, right? You're watching this on your big screen TV, or you're watching this on a on an iPad or an iPhone, mm -hmm. but you're not on the Slack channel, you're doing it wrong. Go join the Slack channel now. You got to be there in order to network. At this event, we've created a portal for you to bring it. There's even demo channels. There's show channels. Use it to your advantage. Yeah, and if you don't have enough screens, go steal your kid's TV. Put it, <laughs> put it in the living room or by your computer. Go steal your own TV. Go get another monitor so you can have Slack up at all times. Do we have monitor fatigue yet? This question was posed, speaking of that Slack channel, on how many monitors people were using. One of our guests who's going to be on today, he said he had something like eight monitors or 14 yes. monitors. Then he started counting anything with the screen on it to up his score a little bit. 
and then the split screens to, to double it. Uh, I, I do have monitor fatigue. I only use one monitor now. Yeah. I, that's all I use. I used to have three or four. I only use one now. And my laptop monitor, too. So, But I have a big screen, like 32, 36-inch screen, so I can put multiple uh, tabs or, or applications up at one time. Carly at Triumph Pay, she says, you have to show up on Slack. Of course, Carly. I mean, this is the, yeah. the people responding here, they already get that first point. So this that one yes. wasn't even for you guys on Slack. The second one, though, is that it's work, especially if you're new to building a social network. You've just done your LinkedIn or maybe you're just getting on Twitter. You always start at zero. You know, maybe you have your mom following you. You have a couple of friends, but you really have to build and nurture and grow these networks. And it has to become a habit or else it just becomes work. You have to enjoy it like anything else in life. If you don't enjoy it, it becomes work. If you do enjoy it, it's this passion, obsession, what we talk about oftentimes on this show. And it's going to take a long time to build up that network. It's going to struggle. You're going to be horrible at it at first. The only content that you might have is uh, FreightWaves articles yeah. and other industry articles and, and other people's work. Uh, but that's how you learn. That's how you learn. It takes takes months and, and, and years sometimes to build up that network. But once you do, it pays dividends every single day. You know, here's the thing. A lot of people get awkward when it comes to networking, be it in person or be it virtually. Uh, they they have they have all different approaches to it. I remember last time I was doing that icebreakers thing. And then you also bring in that video chat. So it's not just being text yes. conscious. It's also being appearance conscious. And the person I was matched with was like, I was so nervous. I don't know what to talk about. And it's like, well, here's the great thing. We were both just at Freight Waves Live. We both have something in mm -hmm. common. Let's talk about what really struck you. Some people overthink this. Just if you if you love your job or you like your job, you're within the industry, you think your company actually solves problems. How is what was said today relevant? Weave conversations mm -hmm. starting with that. Leads. Uh, that's a great way to lead conversations. Ask good questions. You don't always have to talk all that much. You, if you ask really good questions, uh, people like to talk about themselves. It's a, it's a page right out of Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah. We mentioned, and it works. We mentioned that quote about how your network, right, it giving you, instead of giving you better glasses, it gives you better eyes. But what you see with those eyes depends on who you associate with. You are your own network, right? And if you can either have positive additions or you can have negative additions. And if you surround yourself with negative people, and you can be successful doing this, there's plenty of rabble-rousers out there who spend a lot of time trolling people to get a reaction. They have, they have plenty of following. But the problem is, once you do that, you're making your own bed because all you're doing is bringing in a bunch of other negative people who want to complain. Where I tend to lean more on the positive side, bring in positive additions, and using any amount of energy I have to increasing in that direction direction because you learn quick when i was younger i made this mistake all the time you'd get into these petty arguments you'd get into mm -hmm. petty feuds you'd waste time it's never a good look I, it never is and and you shouldn't have time for the, the petty arguments the petty conflicts always stay positive you know it's, it's you know basically one of the the, the one of the books that, that we're going to give away today the, the how to become a rainmaker is one of the, the principal tenets in that is always be positive you never know who knows somebody else so there's no reason to to, to get into petty arguments especially online because everyone can see that yes and it, it's your personal brand and if that's what your per, you want your personal brand to be about so be it but i, I don't think it's going to be very productive over uh, the course of years 
Here's a big one. Be deeper than just a pitch. So a lot of times you'll see people, they'll they'll go on LinkedIn and they'll just put that company marketing ploy mm-hmm. or they'll go on a Slack channel. They'll just put some information about their company, but nothing about themselves. They forget to talk about themselves. Mm-hmm. If people want to talk to you, they have to they have to want to talk to you. People don't want to talk to companies but they may want to talk to you. What kind of mm-hmm. solutions do you provide? How do you weave into this conversation? And, you know, customers or prospects, they don't only buy the, the product, but also the company, but also the salesperson, too. Yeah. So you have to be very personal. The more personal you are, the, the better. And, and create great content that transcends the, the, the marketing pitch. Right. Good industry, either it's comments or analysis or original content that you can do. Uh, it, it just helps. It just helps with the marketing pitch itself. And whether a conference is virtual or in person, you're not at Fenway Park, right? You wouldn't in the middle of the, the hall floor at, at a conference, you wouldn't start hawking pe- peanuts, peanuts here. You're not going to start doing that. So so stay focused and, and make your seat neighbor want to talk to you. See what other people are talking about and head over in those directions. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. You know, find, find out what you want to talk about. Talk about relevant things. Don't yell peanuts or, yell peanuts. or hot dogs or, or ice cold beer. I uh, have a really well, good. Are you? I don't know. There's a couple people here perked up. Right, and I know, right? <laughs> the, 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 the studio audience here, right? Uh, so, so those that, that is important. You know, it's a business discussion. Just you know, make it about business. It doesn't have to be about your business. Uh, but eventually, it will get to that point as long as you keep the conversation going. Yeah, immerse yourself. Let the event inspire you. Let it guide what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Let it guide while you're networking. Again, if, if you're thinking about icebreakers, you're racking your brain like, I don't know what to talk to this person and about. Talk to being at a virtual event. This is, for a lot of people, this yeah. is their first one, too. You have so many inroads to conversation just based on a platform like this. Yeah, it's, it's a commonality. You're always looking for a commonality. Break the ice. Well, this virtual event or any event is that commonality. So talk about the event. Talk yeah. about, you know, the, the keynote speakers, right? Uh, talk about some content. Talk about the market. Uh, and those those conversations will eventually lead to your business. But, it? but let, it get, let, let it lead to it. And if people are interested, if they're curious, they'll ask you more questions. They'll ask you yeah. where you work and Be a and little mysterious. Yes. Yeah. George Abernathy. President at FreightWaves is going to be joining us up here after the commercial breaks. We're going to break down this survey that we crowdsourced from our great Put That Coffee Down audience. We call you guys the Glen Garys. We have that networking list on there. Sign up for it and uh, catch you there in uh, 30 minutes. And then on the break, a couple minutes on there, George will come up. Be a yeah. fantastic time. Kevin we also Hill, have a flash Any last poll. points? Sorry? Any last points? Uh, we have a flash poll after the commercial oh, break, too, yes. that, that we'll announce. So you can vote on that. Two bonus questions. Uh, and then uh, we'll have those results and, and speak to, to George about it. And Eric Serta has said he's been using social media since the 25th of this year. He's doing a great job. He is, yes. And we're back with FreightWaves President George Abernathy. George, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, guys. Great to be here. Thanks, as always. Hey, Kevin, we have a special edition today's show, too. It's a flash poll. Tell us about it. What questions are on It is. We have two questions. You can answer them in Slack. And the first one is, how many new contacts have you made at FreightWaves Live at home so far? Mm. At 1 to 5, 5 to 10, 
or more than ten. More than ten. More than ten. I've got an entire more than ten. I know George has. I was just thinking. I the 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 last thing I could use was another Slack channel, (laughs) and now I have an entire new Slack workstation to go off of with tons and tons of new friends. But it is exciting, and it's it's kind of awesome. And I think I think I might abandon the Freightways Slack channel for the Freightways Live one. So. Yeah. <laughs> and the second question is, which method has been the, the, the most effective for meeting new contacts at FreightWaves Live at home? And I think those answers are a direct Slack messages, Slack channel, or icebreakers. Good stuff. And we also put a poll out to the audience. George, we shared this one yep. with you as well. The first question on there was, where do you do most of your networking? Now, before we get to the poll answers, George, let us ask you, where do you do most of your networking, and have you started moving more virtually since this event happened? Um, It's been years of moving to virtual and and social, so I think that what you're seeing at FreightWave Live at Home is simply the natural next evolution of what's going on. I think to your point, though, uh, Dooner, the remarkable um, onslaught that we've seen in those Slack channels. And by the way, we're doing one heck of a good commercial for Slack right now. But that onslaught, that sheer volume, I think is demonstrating that pent up demand for networking that isn't going on right now, whether it's not going on at in-person events or otherwise. There's a demand out there and what the Waves Live at Home, um, Slack Channel, the After Hours, what that's showing you is that demand is out there and looking for ways to connect. It really is out there. I, if you look at it, all of 2020, and this is conference season right here, spring and summer, and I, I know that I, I always see a lot of great friends at conferences uh, throughout the year, and I haven't gotten a chance to, to, to see them, so we're replacing it with virtual conferences. Where do you see virtual conferences fitting in uh, with live events going forward, after, hopefully after we return back to normal? Yeah, we- I, I think there's definitely a place for them. I mean, that, that I think is, is a given. But I think in the poll questions about, you know, why do you go there are really interesting. And one of the things that when you talk about networking, it's what kind of networking. To me, uh, Kevin, the answer comes down to sort of two in-person events, the boondoggle plus networking or the, you know, the educational and networking. So what did we have, what did we change the world with when uh, FreightWaves Live in Atlanta or Dallas or Chicago? Those were learning, you know, people came to see the remarkable folks that were talking, plus the networking. There's other events that, you know, you're doing some networking on the third green at the Phoenician, and, you know, they'll, they'll have their, their place. But I think that you'll see more and more evolution to, I don't have to pack bags. I don't have to be away from home. Maybe not four times a year, those networking um, boondoggles, maybe two. And I'll replace them with these virtual events, particularly if those virtual events, like you're seeing with FreightWaves Live at Home, are as effective as they are. If this was badly produced, um, was losing viewers, you know, didn't see the continued enthusiasm in the Slack channels, 
then I think you you know find people say clamoring. You know, I I got to get back to being in front of and being with people, but. We're not seeing that. The momentum started early yesterday, and the balls just kept kept on rolling. Well, maybe the results here aren't a surprise because of where we distribute these polls on, on LinkedIn and online for the most part, Kevin. So 100% yeah. said they do most of their networking on LinkedIn. 80% was in person. 40% on virtual events. So we asked that before we hosted this event. Yep. Now, Snapchat was zero. Nobody's, uh, nobody's hooking up on Snapchat. And only a few of you are dancing on TikTok. And I did have MySpace in there, but I decided to take it out. My, MySpace? My, MySpace. <laughs> That's what it's, I think it used to be for bands for a little while. Sure. We talk about coming to these things, though, right? And you go to any conference, the, especially if you're the manager has to send people, you're always worried about the ROI, right? You're running a sales team. How much do the hotels cost? How much do the meals cost? How much do the drink cost? How much do the whole shebang. Or if you're running the actual event, how much did that thing cost? That's a whole other ticket to think of. We asked our audience, what is the most valuable benefit of attending events of any kind, free, paid, virtual, or in person? And most people said it's the same thing that they go to events for in person, which is that making new connections with, that was 80%. Mm -hmm. Industry education was 60%. Content was 60%. And George, you basically touched on that in your last answer. Yeah, I think that's that's key, and that's what we've seen, right? We are delivering on that 80%. That, you know, you're getting the networking part, which is what people really want to go for. And whether that networking be, um, you know, very formalized, I want to do business, or the after hours, you know, you know, watching and 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 enjoying, you know, you dooner with uh, you know a mirror ball behind you and a. Little little ice ice baby going on. There's there's a place for all of that. There really is. The one thing, and you guys were touching on it. I think this is really important. Other than the fact that I don't need a sales vest. Okay, I took my training wheels off a long time ago. I just <laughs> want to say that. Um, but but one one thing I, I sort of wanted to emphasize, and I think people need to be thinking about it. You guys are doing a great job of highlighting this. You can't go into this new world with all your guns ablazing right away. You've got to establish some level of credibility, some level of trust. If you come in with, hi, my name is, and here's my demo. Hi, my name is, here's my, here's my uh, marketing uh, materials. That's gonna land with a really big thud, right? You've got to establish some credibility, got to establish your brand uh, way before you come in with the heavy guns. and. Um, the thing that's really remarkable to me, I think we've got a lot of people who are engaging inside of Slack and the other mechanisms around FreightWaves Live at Home that really understand that and are building those relationships with the expectation that downstream it's going to serve them really well. Nicole Barrett, she was our guest last week. She's in the, the comments here. The FWTV put that coffee down channel. If you're on Slack, monitoring that one closely. And she said, icebreakers are key. And she's echoing what you said, George. Worst thing to do is going into that conversation just for a sale. Pay attention to the conversation and listen to the person you're talking to. It could lead to a sale. It could lead to a sale for a friend of yours or someone in your network. So pay attention. Maybe you can pass them on to someone who can find more value out of that conversation. Couldn't agree, couldn't agree more. That, it's really well said. The, the, the really, you only get you know, one chance for that first impression, that's so key and critical. You'll, you'll lose somebody 
forever or it's going to take a long time for you to have them give you that level of trust that you're going to need. When it comes down to being able to have someone I mean, both buy from you, but then more importantly, continue to buy and buy more from you, that's coming from trust. And if all it is is, is you know, a, a very quick, I'm, I'm not listening to you, I don't, I'm not caring what you're saying, I don't care what your needs are, I just have my script and I'm going to stay to it, it's the worst thing you can do. I, I know it's like a bad improv partner. Like you it just is. can't shake them. They won't yes end you. Or a bad interviewer. They write their questions Absolutely. in advance. And this is why mm-hmm. I never pre-write too many questions. I go off bullets because you see it happen. Like it, your brain just wants you to to force you to yeah. the next point to direct people. And especially in a sales context where people are giving you their time, they'll tune out really, really quickly. Kevin, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Our next poll was, do you think you'll be able to use networking at virtual conferences to drive sales? Only 51% said yes. Why is 49% wrong? Well, they are wrong because just like any, any other platform, whether it's LinkedIn or face-to-face or video calls, I mean, we were finding out very quickly that, that video calls are, are replacing in-person meetings, that any, any interaction, whether it's virtual, you know, I guess online is, is virtual or over the phone or face-to-face is still a human connection. And it's mm. a human connection that uh, you're going to follow up with people. You, you have their LinkedIn. You have probably their email address. The, the Slack channel is still going to be active after this event. Uh, so you have plenty of opportunities to follow up and close business uh, virtually. And I think uh, George is a, a big proponent of the virtual selling right now. Yeah, it would be great to keep this channel active, like the, the this FreightWave Live thing. I know we're planning on keeping it yep. active, but also using these show channels during our actual live shows moving mm-hmm. forward so we can communicate even easier with the audience over here. George, this is our first virtual conference over at FreightWaves. How do you think that the audience who's attending this can find value out of it in, through networking? Oh, I think that uh, But one thing you've got to have is scale and volume, and, and we've clearly passed that threshold. If we didn't have enough folks, you know, to make up all the teams and what we've seen and the 1,500 plus in the Slack channel, the 65,000 streams, you had to get to scale, so we got to scale. But then, as you guys have well noted, and I think part of what we had going in with the uh, all of the viewers and engagement that we already had through our different podcasts and, 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 and other FreightWaves TV vehicles, that, that brought in the, those folks as well. And so when we were thinking, where would we see the numbers get to, we knew what we were building on. It wasn't going from zero to you know 100. It was starting halfway there. So you got to have scale and you've got to have that quality that I think that we were looking at and bringing and the quality being not only the right you know type of people that have the ability to make purchases that are excuse me looking to make purchases but what what I think we brought into Freightwaves Live at home was the credibility of these people already knowing what they were getting and they had passed that initial, well, let me, let me walk around a little bit. I'm not really sure about this freight waves thing. They came into this knowing what they were getting. No argument drives me up the wall more. And this happens a lot in freight tech. But whenever you're talking about technology, people going, 
it's it's not it's not one or the other. You you can use both to enhance each other. Absolutely. And what happens in free mm-hmm. tech? A lot of times you'll have people naysayers go up and say, "Well, it's all about relationships." As if you can't build relationships through technology. You especially can build relationships through technology if you realize the fact that there's a human being on the other end of that technology. There's been a common theme. There's been an absolute common theme running through the keynotes, um, most highlighted by. Shelly Simpson yesterday in both of both her individual and and her fireside chat with Nick Hobbs that technology isn't going to replace those relationships. There's going to be there's going to be a shift. There's going to be a modification. There clearly already has been. You guys talk about uh, monitor fatigue. Um, yeah, I'm I'm one that you know my ADD is well served by having nine different screens going uh, at any one point. Although you have to be here's here's a, a, a suggestion: be careful when you've got so many screens going because you might be typing over here to a personal relationship, and you might be typing over here to fifty thousand people who are attending FreightWaves Live at home. You don't want to you know give your dinner order to that whole crew. So just be thoughtful. When you get nine different things going on, make sure you know where the filing is in your brain uh, to make to make sure that that happens. But Shelly, Derek, uh, I think you've heard it across the Paris Cole. I think you've heard everyone talking about that there's clearly being and going to be a shift uh, in the way the technology is going to be utilized, but it will not absolutely will not replace relationships. I got to say, just from a personal standpoint, I do a team meeting for all of my direct reports now uh, on a daily basis. Uh, we do it using you know, a, a video. We use Google Hangouts to do it. I see their faces every day. And in some ways, they're people that you, know, you may pass in the office and you don't interact with very much. Seeing them um, and seeing their faces every day is really important. Number two, um, I had the opportunity a Friday a week ago to have an hour and a half meeting um, with one of our customers talking about a m- multiple different strategic opportunities for us to up the sale with them. That hour and a half was invaluable part of his time. It was, it was valuable time to me, but afterwards, when I got done, and realized that I had essentially been sitting in that person's uh, kitchen, literally, as he was using that as his office. I was in my office in my home. I didn't need to then drive to the airport, take the flights back and all. That time that was so available was incredibly valuable to him as well. He, He wouldn't have to think about what's going on with me. So... We've shifted, but the relationships won't change. That, that interaction I had with him was as if I had been sitting right next to him in his office. Hey, guys, Mike Weist, he says, keep the show channels open. Another vote from Ignacio Torres. He said, I agree, keep those channels open. And Carly at Triumph Pay, we love them. She said, love that dinner. It's a human and tech that makes what we do successful. This is something that they stress at Triumph Pay is their team, their experience, and their technology 
working together. Our next poll question was on video chats. We've been doing a lot of those, right? What percentage of your sales calls meetings are now video calls? I imagine most, because we're right in the midst of all this thing. Uh, although 20% said 25%, and then we had 99%, 100% in that 20%. But there's still some people who are, I don't know, they're, well, they're yeah. not having sales meetings or well, something. I, I think it's flipped. So, so, so basically about half are doing at least 75% or more uh, of their calls are or okay. video calls. Yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah, more yeah, sense. Because yeah, yeah. so. mostly 100% for the most part, 99% are right now for, for most of us. It is. And it, it kind of breaks down that, that relationship slash, uh, you know, relationship-based or technology because you don't really have a choice now. You better use technology or you're not going to make any sales. Yeah. And you're going to go broke. So you better adopt that technology. So here's a, here's a question for George then, because this is this is kind of talking about in the midst. But after this is all done, when George, when you're free to fly from Disney World to any corporate office you want to go to, to your Aunt Teresa's, uh, will you or will you be doing video calls or is it case use case dependent, but you may be doing more video sales calls and are open to that? Totally open to that. And uh, Dooner, that's one of the things that I've really been thinking about and talking uh, to a number of folks inside here and within my network, um, what will be my first flight? Will it be to go see a group of customers in Chicago? Or will it be to, to go to, to Disney World? It's, it's a fascinating thought because as I just described, I could put together a day or a week of those in-person um, virtual meetings where you can look them in the eye. I know that there's some commentary and some of the things that we've been looking at that you, that you you want to be able to see their reactions. You want to be able to see their eyes. Absolutely. Um, but I got to tell you, I could put together right now and next Wednesday have four or five meetings where I'm going eyeball to eyeball with prospects and customers in Chicago. Now, why would I only pick you know, Chicago for a day? That's one of the good parts. I don't have to do that. I don't have to try to figure out how to choreograph it being just Chicago for the day. So I will tell you, am, am I going to be flying again for business? Absolutely. Will I be flying 140, 150 flights a year um, for, for business in the same position, same job? No, no way. That, that business travel changes. What, what you can't do you can't put Disney World into, you know, Chattanooga, Tennessee. So sometime, at some point when we all feel safe, that's really going to bounce back. What do you think, Kevin? I, I th Exactly right. I mean, it's a, it's a time saver. I, actually, I was talking, I think, on LinkedIn with Lance Healy uh, from Banyan. And we were talking, and it's like almost rude now to just do a voice call. For business, you feel yeah. like it's, it's rude. It, it needs to be a video call so you can yeah. you can see people, which is uh, uh, I think a great thing. Oh, no that's matter. a terrible point you just made. That's not a good Why? point. Now people are going to think you're late. Now you're going to have a complex because people are oh he called me on the phone because he's too lazy to put clothes on. <laughs> well, now you're going to think everyone calling on your phone isn't wearing clothes. <laughs> well, but that's true. <laughs> it's only true now because you put that visual in well, our head. I, you planted that seed and you're going to water it. I, I am going to water it because I, I think it's true. I, I think I think, uh, it's, I think it's totally true. I think it's totally speaking. true. I, I agree. I agree. It's it really is. You got you got to think about it though, um, and I think Kevin's right on. But okay, what does that now mean for the I'm I'm indisposed? <laughs> They're FaceTiming. Okay, I can't take it, but I 
could have taken, it's really odd, but I will say over the two months that we've been dealing with this, FaceTime, Google Hangouts, Skype, etc. It's they're now the, they are part of our new normal and a, you know, one-on-one -on -one phone call without the ability to look somebody in the eye, know what they're doing, understanding that it's, you know, 3.30 in the afternoon, they should be sitting at their desk, but they just turned the lawnmower down so that I wouldn't hear it. I, I, I'm really addicted now to the ability to, to look at you eyeball to eyeball. Necessity is the mother of all of innovation. George, and before we uh, George, before we let you go and get to some shout outs, um, anything you'd like to say? Well, I, I just have to thank the FreightWaves uh, community, all of the folks that have been engaged in FreightWaves live at home, all of the speakers, all of the folks that have been around this, but a particular shout out to our production team. And I want to thank them. They make us look really good. And when I talked about scale and quality, that quality is coming a lot from what this production team has been able to, to do. So stay engaged with us, please do. I, I look forward to every interaction, all thousand interactions that I'm gonna have this afternoon with the Freightways community. Thanks for taking the time with us today, George. Pleasure. Thanks, George. Hey, so Tyler Robertson, he's in our mm -hmm. Slack channel over here. He said, speaking the truth, builds your personal brand, create value, be authentic, seems to work for a lot of people. Brad at Trans Tech Solutions, he says, I couldn't have said it better, Tyler Robertson. I always found if you have a good product and you are genuinely excited about it, sales will come. And I think that's what we're talking mm -hmm. about. And it's breaking away from that script, knowing your product, what it sells, how it fits into the market, and how it fits, more importantly, into your personal conversation that you can be having with somebody else. Exactly right. And they, he covers this in this book. You're not selling a product. You're selling money. You're selling you're money. Selling some, you're selling some benefit. And you have to, to get the conversation into the benefit portion. It doesn't have to do anything about your actual product <laughs> at first. By the way, during this show, too, everyone's taken it as a networking opportunity in the home channel to share their LinkedIn profile. So now the home channel yes. on our Slack thing is just a bunch of, of LinkedIn. So you can make a ton of connections right now, and there's no better show you should be doing that. And that's exactly what we're preaching up yes. here. Connect with us. We are serial connectors, especially on LinkedIn, Kevin Hill and Tim Dooner. <laughs> yes. Uh, go out and connect with us. I want to see a bunch of LinkedIn, LinkedIn connections when I get off the show. By the way, we have one recurring one, and, and uh, someone actually reminded me online. We Initially, we forgot this one on the poll. We put it back on there because we it was just a small oversight, and it was, are you concerned you may lose your job due to a lack of sales or economic recession? Mm -hmm. And the good oh, news yeah. here is that 55% said no, which is the second highest amount since we've been doing the poll since March 25th. And you know what, if you're, you know, if you're active on LinkedIn, if you're active on that Slack network, if you're taking in the content, you're doing something very proactive to, uh, to, to, to keep your job. Kevin, make more sales. what book are we giving away? I got a random number generator right here. We're giving Names away one through 50. the $100 startup. It's, it's all about side hustles and, and how you can start something on the side for less than 100 bucks. This is what we're drawing for right now. Yes, this is what we're drawing for right now. Okay, and if you want to be in the next drawing, the next book drawing, just go in the FWTV, put that Coffee Down channel, throw your name in there. If you're on social media, throw it up on there. We will get you on the next the next list of name drawings. But right now, we are pulling a number. Drum roll, please. Number 38. That's going to be 
it's none other than, oh, Stanley Duncan hey, from Tallgrass. Hey, Stanley Duncan. So excited. And awesome. I know he'll be excited, too, although he may already own that book. He, he may. He may, but he's going to own two copies now. And yes. this week, for that we'll be giving out next Wednesday on the next episode of Put That Coffee Down is How to Become a Rainmaker by Jeffrey Fox. And it's all about how to be a superstar salesperson, the fundamentals of doing that. Nick Roth, he says, love the shows, great shows, love Put That Coffee Down. Miles Vargas, he's a co-founder and sales pro helping independent forwarders at Cargo Logic. He says, just downloaded Freightways TV on his Apple TV, which you can do if you haven't what? done that yet. Get ahead of it. And uh, watching your show this morning, love the entrepreneurial hustle and spirit. Would love to formally introduce myself and share how he's helping independent forwarders. Sure, we'll talk to you, Miles. Uh, and that's that easy. Just reach out it to is. us. Just message us. Julia, she says, Julia Harrelson is the highlight of her week. She wanted to be entered in the book drawing. She wore James Gordon, loving the excitement. Steve Rediff wanted to be added. Eric Serta, who is being a, a fixture of our chats. I love it. Yes. I love that he's checking out almost every show I see him on, too. I, I know. Watching live all the time. You know what? Stanley Duncan, he won this book, and he made a great point, too. He said, what's mm -hmm. not discussed much is depression. It's a real threat for entrepreneurs and salespeople as well. Need to learn how to be kind to yourself. I 100% agree with him there. Um, I've had my own issues with that kind of stuff before. So uh, mm -hmm. more than happy to do a topic and stand open invite. If we do that show, you're on it. You definitely are. And a shout out to the in a plug for Stan Duncan. If you don't follow Stan Duncan on LinkedIn, please do. He has great stories great lessons and learning stories uh and it, it revolves a lot around meditation and, yes. and is 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 always awesome we've also had some great insights add on here we, we mentioned nicole's earlier jamin said yes we need to create a tribe jamin's always out there trying to bring people together um john waters said this is one of his favorite features of freight waves live this year of course what the truck is as well so he he likes the the way that we're bringing it uh yep. david Imberthama. I one of my best friends growing up. Oh, he is. We went to kindergartens together. Did you? So has he always been for sale? Because he says, "I am for sale. Send me a put that coffee down vest." Great job. I, he's he's always he's always selling. <laughs> he's always selling. Now Scott Case. So Scott Case, I met him at the Air Cargo meetup that they were having over in Nashville mm -hmm. back at the end of January, one of our last events. I think the last time we've been able to like leave to go to an event, and that was right around the time the first COVID nineteen case had hit America. Craig had touched Craig Fuller, founder and CEO at Freightways, had briefly touched on it during his keynote speech at the event. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a buffet going on over there, and every it was business <laughs> as usual, which is ironic because the airline industry got hit more than anybody. They got decimated, yes. Uh, we're running about 7% uh, of normal passengers right now. So it's, 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 it's pretty bad. Who else yeah, do we and, have uh, He also says it's very important to use your own voice. 100% agree with him. Trey Griggs, he said he needs some put-that-coffee-down swag. What's up? Um, if the right people are listening, maybe there will be some. Uh, if you're like Trey, <laughs> Trey Griggs, you can just dance like Vanilla Ice. Uh, to break, you know. Can we get a, like a vest with a GIF? of just Trey dancing, like just a five. <laughs> Can you make a, a gift shirt? I, I think you might be, be able to. And that was done in Icebreakers yesterday. So join us in Icebreakers, I think at 5 p.m. 
F. Abby Heffenbrail, she says, keywords be human, couldn't agree more. Let's just have fun and make connections. Christopher Thornton, I've known him on Twitter for a while. We always take pictures of uh, whatever cereal is going to kill us next at Walmart. He said, uh, having a short-term closing one sale mentality prevents you from having long-term exponential sales growth that's built on trusting relationships. So true. Just don't, yeah. don't barge your way through the door. Uh, Justin Shepard took the survey. Scott Randall, he thinks virtual events will have a place but not replace all live events. Yeah, I, I 100% mm-hmm. agree. Same thing oh, with yeah. Freight Tech. It's not going to replace everything. So it's since we're over the last day and a half, especially in the icebreakers, too, I, I make some really good friends that the next live event I go to and I see them, I, I feel like we've already met in person because we kind of have. Yeah. You know, on a video call, which is the power of video calls as well. Another topic that we'll get into, Jason Icker mentions here, he says, even with our email messaging, we need to remember that there's a human being on the other side of our technology. Great. That's a topic for an entire other show. Scott Watnabi, he says, uh, it's good to start with a script or basic foundation of what your company is offering, but make it yours is key. Personalize it. Yeah. And I think at first, especially if you're just out of college or entering a new industry, you might not know a ton about a business. So you might need to get some of the copy from that script. But as soon as you can kind of understand what your company does, if you're in sales, do that as quick as you can. Make that a priority. As quick as you can, because you're not going to be very good at it at first. But you just have to do it. The more you do it, the better you get at it, the, the, the more you learn and the better content you'll produce and the better personal brand you're going to have. Because if if you don't store it right away, it's just going to take you longer and longer to, to accomplish what you want. On uh, Destiny Jimenez, she says, uh, good morning. Stan Duncan is awesome. You must follow him, especially after he has all that great book knowledge in his head. Hallie Fazio joined the show. She's uh, on our Sonar team. Go chat with her mm-hmm. out in the, the general forums. Sarah Thompson, Marina Brown, Christina Rakovic, Gregory Grimes, uh, Greg Ackner. Thank you all for joining us on the show today on Put That Coffee Down. Follow me at Timothy Duner. That's D-O-O-N-E-R. Him at Kevin Hill. Kevin Hill. H-I-L-L. Subscribe to FreightCast. Get every Freightways podcast.